Yeah, it generates, yeah, that kind of thing. So if I, I if I raise my voice, if I make it loud, yeah, yeah. Is it kept time from here? Yeah. So this is a very sensitive mic. I see. Yeah. In fact, because if my dryer is running, like my washing machine dryer, it picks it up. So should we wait until it's in the shower? Oh, that's fine. Now it's like no, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like so, this is one of things I concern myself with. I have friends that require coffee shops. Uh, and then the cops are pranging, but people still hear them because it's adding to the vibrancy of the environment. Okay. So I just have to you know, I don't bother myself about things like that. I used to be very particular. Like, if the fan is rolling, I have to stop things I do. <laughs> or the AC, like if I'm in, my, in a place where the AC is, those ACs are hum, like. Yeah, our AC hum. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. And then I have some topics about your country, your travels, your interests, books. Especially, and we can talk about your Bryson. And I'll because I mentioned him a lot on my show, and so I'll tell them that you were the one that introduced me to Bryson. I still remember you read that in the yeah? biology, but my mom, like, you said you could not stop reading it, so you went to the <laughs> restroom. And well, that was 50 shades of great, too. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't stop really walking the woods. It cracked me up. The more civil podcast. Back to the more civil podcast, a podcast about culture and cultural nomads designed for blacks and Asians and those who love them. I'm your host, Ms. Sybil Nigerian Brown US Educated, Korean speaking, struggling intellectual. Today I have a wonderful friend and the host with the most Um his name is Nathan. I met him a little over four years ago in the very place where I'm recording from Boston, and we were interns together. At a biotech company, and I remember the first time I met him, like I wasn't even really sure where he was from, you know, because he looked Korean, he looked Chinese, but and I was like, oh, I don't know, but he had a smile on his face, always bright looking. I was like, okay, and then we got talking, and it was me, him, and another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours called um, Christian. Christian actually introduced me to Nathan, and you know, we all hung out together after work. We had a lot of fun memories in Boston, so I came here for a bit of work, and I I'm actually staying at his house. And it's really been a um, a nice time to reconnect with him. So everyone, join me welcoming my wonderful friend Nathan to the podcast. Hello, Nathan. Hi, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention. I eventually found out where he's from, like originally. So he's from um, Miami, formerly known as Burma, and he's the first person or well, I met that was from Burma. And before then, I really didn't know so much about Burma. Is the country the one with the happiness index? No, that's Brunei, right? Uh, Bhutan. Bhutan, thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, and um, Nathan is so uh, he's a very smart person. I think he's a polymath. He has a lot of interest, and um, he reads a lot of books as well. You know, and uh, he loves to dance. Like one time we went dancing together. I was like, how how do your legs go that way? <laughs> like how do your legs like swing in all directions? Like he reminded me of um um Saflatly, a lot of dance. Like he's very very good at very good at dancing. And I'm like, whoa. Anyways, um, so um, Nathan, tell us a little bit more about you. Oh, thanks. Uh, uh, when you first talk about the podcast, I'm, I'm thinking about it, so I'm very excited to be on your podcast, very honored to be on your podcast. Oh, I've been listening to your podcast for many weeks. So, um, so I grew up in Burma, Myanmar, and then I left the country, um, then lived in Singapore for about eight years, and then I moved here in 2013. And um, 
But I consider myself the Burmese. I'm ethnically Chinese. What you were saying, like, uh, what are you, are you Chinese or yeah. Korean? Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah. And yeah. So I still get that, like, our Filipinos, like, yes. Let's speak all those languages to you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't speak that. I think it's, it's I, I'm very happy with, like, you know, that people think that, oh, it's, think that I'm one of them. Yeah. When I, I go to, like, other countries, like, yeah. that kind of make me happy. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So you moved here and then you started your MBA, right, at the um, Boston University? Yeah, so I did the MBA, MBH, uh, dual degrees, yeah. and then, um, so when we met, that I was there like after yeah. first year. My MBA, MPH. So I was doing like a software development. So I have my background in computer science. So I did the master in computer science before in Singapore. So I work as a software development. Yeah. So I always wanted to change my industry. So MBA is like a everyone says it's the best way to change. So I want to do something yeah. ahead or like impact human life. So MBA and then when I was when I got into school, my advisor said if you really are serious about. Uh, going into the you know hospital or the the pharma or the any healthcare, then you should take MPH because people would just think you are the IT guy. Yeah, we don't want that. It's a Asian stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fix my computer. <laughs> yes. No, I mean I still get that question. <laughs> oh, wow. nice. Um, so you 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 moved to Singapore at the point and you lived there for eight years. Yeah. Well, inspired you to move to Singapore. It's more like a, it's like a, uh, I was just trying to get out from What's well, happening? What year was that? Uh, 2006. Ah, okay. So that was like right after my undergrad. Yeah. And then uh, my family have already like, my, one by one, my family member has moved to Singapore. Ah, so is that it your mom as well? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was living alone in Burma for like uh, two years. Yeah. Uh, so... I mean, I tried, so it was pretty much like it, the, the opportunity in the, uh, in Myanmar at the time was not great. Yeah. So it's like, you have to pretty much have to go somewhere to extend your education yeah. or to work there. So I applied to school, uh, in Singapore and then I got into Singapore. So I'm, I'm just thinking now, like, was Singapore like that country that was easy for most Burmese people to move to? Or what did most countries people left fled to from, from Myanmar? Uh, at that time, it depends on, uh, uh, I mean, it's a, the brain drain is the yeah. big issue. So, uh, Singapore is very easy, not easy. Is it closer? It's closer. It has the, the, uh, the job opportunities are good, uh, the schools yeah. are good, uh, and, and there's like a, so like a clear, but when you get into school, there yeah. will be a job. Yeah. Right? So, uh, people who could afford would probably go to like uh, Austria or the, uh, or the UK. UK yeah. So, and some will come to US. Yeah. But, uh, it kind of reminds me of my country. Like most people go to London for those kind of things, like the UK. Yeah. It's closer, you know, geographical to my country. But I'm thinking, I'm, I'm also thinking maybe Thailand could have also been a, another choice because it's so close to your country, right? So it's like so it depends on the uh, which field are you in. So it's, uh, if you are uh, looking for some work in the physical labor, and then the Malaysia, Thailand, uh, some Japan, yeah. some will go to Japan. So it's like it depends on like what I you know in my experience what I had with people where if you. Uh, do not want to study anymore, but yeah. you just want to get a job and then pay where people will really wanted to go to Japan. Okay. So that's like a hot topic. Yeah, like country to go. 
Good, good. Um, I also noticed that your country is one of the few countries in the world that doesn't use the um, metric system. You haven't adopted the metric system. Yes. <laughs> so if we, if we consider the history, the political history of the country, you had no involvement with the US until maybe, well, not even until very recently, but you was usually the UK. So you expect that you'd adopt the metric system, but you guys use the same system as Liberia and the US. Do you know why that is? I really don't know. I think that we are like a, only maybe like two countries yeah. that actually use miles and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is, um, and uh, we use like feet. Yeah. And and we use pounds. Pounds. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. The pakita, right? Pakita is that like a, a unit of currency with measurements in in pounds? Yeah. Maybe I'm not saying it well. I I need to look. Pakita, 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 pakita. Yeah. Sorry, pita. sorry. <laughs> yeah, pakita. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I first of all you said like oh maybe you think saying a pick that I'm like no you can't be saying pick that pick that yeah it's its own unique system like it uh, has like um we have own measurement system we have own um you know the the weight uh system yeah uh, and it's some of that are not really uh for example um, um I'm trying to remember like how long the uh, one one thing is yeah. you 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 usually use it's very subjective. If it was armlet and my armlet is totally different things. So how do you standardize this kind of measurements? Yeah, you don't. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean there, there might be a way, but like people just say like it's very the estimate, you know. How long is your yeah, maybe like 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 you know, ten amps length. Okay? Yeah. So it's a very like um, I don't think that's that's fine, probably if no, no one adopts it. <laughs> but it is very um, impressive that how, uh, in terms of culture, yeah. I appreciate that how Lima has been really smart to come up with all these. Yeah. yeah. Um, your country has a lot of similarities in my country. And I'm yes. Gonna, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> really similar every time I like. Yeah. Like, wow, you this problem do I'll explore those similarities, you know. Both. Um, I want. Let's go back a little bit. So I know in the eighties, you guys had that August eighth unrest. Yeah. Kind of destabilized the country, and you've you guys have gone gone through a lot. You yeah. know, you had two major dictatorships, and then you've had um, a lot of political unrest. You've had severe communism that you know stifled the rights of the people, and then I think now you guys are coming out of that and trying to build the country. But what was life like for you growing up in eighties? So, uh, uh, 80s, I was a baby, so I, I was born in 85 November. So, I kind of uh, guessed. Yeah, yeah, so uh, 80s were very black. So I know, like, like be, uh, my first memory was probably like 90s, yeah. and then when I went to um, kindergarten. Uh, it's very different. Everyone was supposed to say what the unrest, the protest was. Yeah. So everyone keeps saying, like, uh, in Burmese, it's called, like, uh, Doye, which is kind of weird. So Doye is like, uh, my right, my right. Yeah. So when they say doji and people are like shh, don't say the word. Right, and then, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like a taboo. Yeah. So it's like and you you had this like I remember thinking like there's a big cloud over like there's a big thing that happened and I couldn't figure out what it is that people are like so afraid to talk about and then so it's like no don't say that even if someone was saying just run away like yeah. you don't want to be uh, anyone saying those things yeah um, I mean uh, I think I told you like yesterday when we were talking about like so my, mm. uh, my dad passed away when I was yeah, like, three yeah. so it's like my mom has to struggle so my dad passed away in 89 like it's a lot of change and um also, the country is like also changing, uh, like sub, you know, going to the like, economic hardship, but yeah. also the same that my family is going to the same thing. Yeah. So it is, uh, 
I feel like everything is just everyone is just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Everyone is trying to uh, survive um, day to day, demand to demand. Like, and at the same time, you. Uh, I feel like one of my memory was pretty much like the education was very important. Yeah, you <laughs> should stereotype. Yeah. Are you good at math too? <laughs> I feel like I'm not good at math. So uh. I, I'm like. I, I, I'm okay. Yeah. I feel like. But well, is that okay when they say like Asian F is like a B? You know, when you say no, okay, no, no, I'm trying to be modest because there's also the Asian modesty. No, yeah, no, no. I, I'm like uh, in the in the class of like sixty people. I'm always like like uh, like twenty to thirty, which is not okay. Asian people, right? Yeah, yeah, but well, that's like, fine. Yeah, yeah, but like my uh, my mom and like my you have to be first. Yeah, yeah. You they really want me to like. Yeah. I mean, they they also have like a lot to worry about, so yeah. they like Let's let it go yeah, a little yeah. bit, but like. I feel like I'm just like uh, moderate, like average. Yeah, I'm just riding along. Yeah, yeah. the way you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So which which is also like good. Like I do not have like any restriction on like how much I should be studying that kind of thing. Yeah. Like um, even the baby of the house too. I was, but I I think I don't get the the privilege. They always thing, say that. that. I might, I Babies might. always say that. No, no, because I think it's the the situation different. Like they they don't have time to. I think I got. Now that I think of it, compared to other siblings, my siblings, yeah. I think I probably got it. It's not like any other younger siblings where you know they have time to pamper, you know. So. I think that could also be because of what was happening externally. Yeah, you know, the struggles your mom had to do, yeah, and also losing your dad, having to assume the role of breadwinner. So yeah, yeah, there wasn't so much time to like pamper you, but you still got some form of last born preferential treatment. Yeah, okay. And then there's a lot of things like you cannot say, like you know what I'm saying? So my dad, they never found a body, right? Mm, so yeah. like he was lost at sea. Yeah. So like this is a, another t- like topics that yeah. my family will not talk about like very uh, openly. And then um, it's the same thing, like there's a lot of things that you're not supposed to talk about. So you just dropped up, you have to say stuff, but it's all in. Uh, I mean, you can say stuff, but it's just like um, you, you, you set sense, censor yourself, yeah. not to, not to, not to rock the boat, not to cause any trouble. Yeah. Right? So it's, but, yeah. it's not like people will yell at you, but like you already no. go into a situation yeah. like you're like, okay, I'm not going to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And your dad, do you remember him? Do you remember? Do you have any memories of him? Yeah, like I have like uh, two memories. Like um, I, I say that is it in memory, like the memory of him like mm-hmm. he like he was holding me like you know uh in the apartment that we yeah, live yeah. and then like the other place where um i remember like people were like very worried and concerned and then um like crying over him but i don't know it is i'm well, not it was a, it's like a dream or it's like actually that what happened yeah. um so so was still going back to your country um i think one notable figure that i remember i knew about her probably about 10 years ago so on Sansuki, yes. I don't know if I'm saying her name well. Yeah. And her father was you know, um, the first, I want to say, the father of modern day Burma. Yeah. And she was under house arrest for the longest time. I think yeah. the judge just died in 2010, right? From 19. Uh, I think that? she was in Twitter for like 19 years. Yeah. But not like continuously. Constantly. Like, so she was to prison and yeah. then yeah, they, they are, uh, her arrest. Like, what, by the time you were in Burma, I mean, you probably don't remember because you're younger. You watch your opinion on, on this um, question. Do you think she was really instrumental in actually freeing your people? Like, what's your opinion about her? I I respect her a lot. I think it's really much. I in my personal experience, yeah. it was a hope. It was a, no, really. It's not cheesy, but it was like a, everyone's like, uh, is she got released or is she uh, she says something or mm-hmm. she something anything that happening to her. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Uh, I remember like every like older um, people like generation they would listen to BBC yeah. like a radio yeah. and they would talk about what's happening uh, to her or like uh, the story and she she is just like very like um, uh, another uh, taboo box that you can yeah. say yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like she she just like she's like a heel or something that yeah. like uh, you know you have to contain her because if she got released you know that the military um, it was really afraid of her that's yeah. why they have to go there but it's like a um, like a sort of like a uh, idea about her yeah it's a thought process she was right. she was like toxic to them in a way because she could influence people's minds which was something the military didn't want yeah and then yeah. if she got released you know like it was just like yeah. a it was like a waiting for the miracle to happen then yeah. that happens and that everyone's way everything will get better yeah. because she she has a way to fix all of it so it's like yeah. a, you saw her like a hope that yeah. um you know and that also came with like how international leader respect her so when you are growing up so you you, uh, you don't really know any foreigners you know like and so yeah. and then you had this like a uh, you kind of respect other countries by default because like your country is not doing well yeah, yeah. and then you got to know that those country leaders actually respect your the lady yes. and we got something that's very precious but, but you guys don't know it <laughs> yeah. what even bible says like a prophet is not even honored in your home like you have to leave the country like Oh, you guys like that person? Oh, I have yeah. to respect them now because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one criticism to that would be, I mean, what she did was really brave. Very brave. But it was at the expense of her family, like her kids. You know, her husband eventually died, but she wasn't able to see him before he died. And then her two kids, you know, they basically just grew up without her. So she sacrificed a lot. You know, a lot of her family and a lot of, you know, um, what she could have had as a mom or as a wife. She sacrificed that for the country. I think it's like... Um... I think she 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 said she spoke about the subject that she does something is a sacrifice because you know she she I think she truly believes that that is uh she just wanted to do she make a choice yeah she made the choice that um um she it's going to be uh you know stay in the country yeah. and not go back so to to her husband but she that I think she doesn't like to even call it like a sacrifice if I remember yeah. Somebody call that selfish though. Like she yeah. she said she made a choice. Yeah. And then so and I don't know if we're gonna talk about it, but like now like the, her English has changed a lot. Changed a lot. We're gonna talk about that. Let's but I wanted to build about okay. onto that because that's another question I want to ask you. So she got released and gave her that post of prime minister. And she won the Nobel Peace Prize. Then with the um, Rohingya um, issues that was happening, a lot of people thinking that she wasn't very um like what her image was about about peace and all that she like the thing she said about you know the massacre of those people that it was like what's up with this person like she wasn't upholding her end of the bargain as far as speaking against violence against the you know minority muslims in burma what's your opinion about that so I mean, the, you're I, I, not like a state man or a political person yeah. you know but i just want to hear your opinion yeah so i so so she i think she she got award in 1989 yeah um so it's like way before that was like one of the efforts that uh joined them by her husband yeah. so to put her in her life yeah. so that you know international yeah. pay attention to it uh so regarding the the growing guys so this is also i have not been um i've not been living in the country so i get like i mean i, I visited uh, frequently but yeah. i think it is uh so what i will say is what my what i see what i read what i yeah. uh, in my own personal opinion i think she has uh, she's trying to fix the country for yeah. a long time yeah right so that's um you know 
don't you be agree you're not going to make everyone's happy, happy about it. Yeah. I think um, this I think the way that she look at it I think um, the um, the previous uh, uh, secretary of the UN like Kofi Annan, Kofi Annan. so like before all this happened so he won there and had the assessment of what's happening and then have like a uh, guideline on how to fix it right yeah. so like the system happened because these people um, being attacked you know have to flood the country yeah. but have been living in the country for many years for generations yeah. right so the system was a it was never recognized by the government yeah and that was the the main issue That's because if you never yeah. integrated them you never give them the uh, citizenship so like how do you, you integrate know, you them integrate them so, so that's, that, a, that's the first problem originally yeah so, so, so the rule of law was already a problem so she was trying to fix um, in, in the long run right so right now uh, she the military state have 25 percent um uh, she is the state so she's the leader she yeah. she's responsible for what happened but she also trying to not just um ignite more of the flames internally by condoning um or like by inciting what you should do she does not have a direct say what from what i understand like or like how military should conduct right so she's not a, a commander-in-chief for the military it's not like in the u.s okay right so she does not say you go and attack these ethnic groups also Burma has been a very close um country so it's not really inter i would match with like a diverse population yeah, 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 yeah. that's not really um much where we like uh, other belief uh-huh. other lifestyle other um different way of thinking uh-huh. so uh so especially in the rural area or uh, people who are not exposed to a different type of people yeah. they view um uh, other religions as, as, a, as a very different very yeah. it could be yeah the islam is trying to destroy the you know yeah. other religion take over so that that kind of like a uh, propaganda right so it, it combined with the people you know could be easily have been brainwashed by the military, dad, brainwashed yeah. by the uh, so it is hard to think of what other side might be thinking about so uh, i would say this so like until like a year ago i would think like whatever news that i found on like you know uh cnn or like other things one is related to rohingya yeah. i would think that oh uh they don't know the whole complex situation oh, because you know this is it and then like i started to think that if i see the news from other countries what's happening in uh like palestine or example, like, yeah. you know uh africa so like i would take it as it is mm. i don't have that um uh, like oh they don't know what they're talking about or like, they don't they don't have a complicated and I was thinking why am I treating this army's new differently? differently yeah so I was like either you take all the new as you know think it is if I see something was happening in Palestine it's really like I should be also thinking like maybe they don't get it or I should also be like I should be consistent I should not be like Oh, because yeah. I came from like I have a little bit of moon no, 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 no. so like, fair. You know, yeah, I think so. I yeah. do. I should not be like treating the news differently yeah. because uh, I know a little bit more about it. Because yeah. you never, I never treat other news differently. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thanks for that uh, perspective. Really, really uh, appreciate. And it took a long time to like finally. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's talk about similarities between your country and my country. I think it dates back to uh, colonizers. 
yeah. of white colonizers, the British people. <laughs> so you guys were um, almost 100 years under British rule. And oh, then yeah. in 1948, you helped the British yes. fight off the Japanese and then you gained your independence. And so, and looking at some of the pictures and videos that I have seen in your country, I saw some really horrible ones, especially during the war and during the unrest. And even now, there's still a heavy British influence in your country. So you guys speak English. Yeah, like, uh, right. so in 1946, so the, so British were, British took over, colonized the country. And then, so we went to Japan and I asked for help for yeah. Japan yeah. to come and then fight off the English. Yeah. And then we get sort of like a fake independence for two years. <laughs> and then after that, uh, a general Aung who is a father of Aung San Suji, yeah. went back to British. And then, and then yeah, and then like, it's when I wasn't fight, working. <laughs> And then like when the India was getting the uh, independence, they were yeah. like, okay, we also want the independence. independence yeah. So we got the independence. Um, I think it's pretty much like oh, um, uh, I don't know if thing much. Uh, ch- uh, things have changed a lot, but yeah. like the education system is very much British. I mean, we still have like all the hospitals and like school that start up by. Promise is that like the official language as well, or what's your official language? Bami, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Bami or Myanmar. Oh, Myanmar. So, yeah. Bami is like, yeah. Say, say, yeah. So let me even ask you the first question first. Would you call it Burma or Myanmar? I I, I move around, so I change. And for me, it's a national <laughs> difference. Really? Because if you think that that I'm talking to America and then my only know Obama, so yeah. I would always say I Switch. always say like, oh, it's Myanmar, but it used to be Burma. So like, and then I always say like Bami, but also it's really. Uh, it like my vocabulary yeah. changed. I used to call in um, but, but Myanmar. It's it's for me. It's it's really the same. But I think the the intention of the Myanmar represent the whole country where yeah. the, um because we have an ethnic. We are the main. We ethnic. have a more than hundred hundred ethnic group. Yeah, the Rakhine, the Rohingya as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, um the Burma um. Uh, it's selective, it's selective. Myanmar is... but and then like the camp, the the military government yeah. uh, decided to make the change. Yeah. So that's why many people do not recognize, even though the intention was yeah. good. So right now, I think it's... everyone recognizes it as Myanmar. Yeah. But and then uh, I was just actually talking to someone like two weeks ago, and then and then we had a conversation, and after that, an hour later, oh, it was uh, so I I said Myanmar, and then. She did not click that it's <laughs> and she thought it was completely new country that she did not know about. And yeah. like, what time is it completely new country? <laughs> after the conversation, she went and Wikipedia, and she like, oh, I of course I know. <laughs> <laughs> we have that you know, um, common colonizers, then British. I know when the British people are there, that tea also comes everywhere. You guys drink tea a lot. Yeah, we yeah. drink tea a lot in my country. And you guys <laughs> drink teas in gallons. Like, oh yeah, we, <laughs> we condensed milk. You have we, tea shops. We have tea shop, tea shop, and we have tea salad. We eat tea salad. Yeah. Okay, no, we don't do that. Oh, you should start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Much, How can we uh, not offer me anyone anything? You can eat the leaves as well? Yeah. So it's it's like it's a dry and a fermented and then so it's like a piquette leaf. So it's um, a piquette leaf with beans and like you add like shrimp, um wow. sometimes I like tomato or cabbage. Yeah. And it used to be that at some point, um I think in the court system, like if you have a fight, argue over something yeah. and you said it, you have to eat this salad in front of the judge to show that you are at peace. <laughs> <laughs> so it is how there. <laughs> oh wow, that's that. I like that. Like you know, settling your differences over food. I know yeah. who wants to fight when they eat it. Yeah. And also, you guys have a lot of natural resources. 
you're rich in oil, you're rich in, you know, um, jade, you're rich in natural gas. But then, of course, like my country, those wealth, they don't translate in helping the citizens that, you know, are from that country because of corruption and people that have, if you have ties to the government or the military government, you're better off. So basically what I'm trying to say is that the the poverty level is really high in your country, like yeah. my country as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was like one of the things that, um, I think that the poverty level is still very high. Yeah. Um, I mean, the government, you know, make deal with the um, uh, Chinese government yeah. or like the, the countries that they would buy and then they would just sell it or they would, they would give it to some of the, uh, a few uh, businessmen as yeah. a permit to do the business and then, you know, they would be the only ones that who uh, get the, got rich. Yeah, and yeah. Like, uh, so that, that's, so that's like my country, really. I think it's almost like a... Um, now I'm just it's a thought right so yeah. it's like it might be even better if we don't have the any rental resources there right because I it, think about that too with oil yeah. it made us it made us worse right, right? so because, yeah. you, because if you don't you know that you don't have it you, you need to find out a way to actually walk like Korea it's kind of free yeah like Korea they have no natural resources yeah so they built on so many things else yeah. because they didn't have anything to depend on yeah that's I think so true it's, it's like uh, it's kind of like uh oh so what do we do to survive right? yeah so, and the thing about that is that another thing is like the income gap in your country is really one of the widest in the world. In between, you have and you have not, you know. Yeah. I think it's still part of the problem. Uh, I think another thing, <laughs> this is why I saw, when I saw this, I laughed. If you want to call like someone's attention. Oh, yeah. We do that in my country too! <laughs> we do that in my country too! It annoys me like... <laughs> like, kissing sound? Like... <laughs> I had not done that for like... Oh, yeah. I, I remember like one like single somewhere i did that like once or twice and then somebody stopped me and then, uh, so there's another issue with the uh being a high poverty uh like um in in the country is yeah. you're the chai river right so chai river is really really um uh widespread issue like yeah. all these tea shops yeah uh all these any grocery store they usually have all like maids or like helpers from uh, rural places yeah. where they cannot afford to, you know, uh, feed them, so they like send it to the city. So you will see as um, uh, young as like five years or uh, like six so years. Like child labor. So, child labor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these tea shops are usually run all by child labor. So oh, the things that you never see when you're growing up, you yeah. just see, you just see this is normal. This is how. But when you know, leave the country, when you leave the country, I'm like, that was wrong. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we say have, uh, I say going on. Yeah. It's it's, it's the bigger opportunity yeah. compared to just you know, being at home doing being nothing. at home and you come to the city to try to no, make it not no food to eat so, yeah. so I think that's also maybe I was thinking like Canada because the children are supposed to be children they're not supposed to be like walking no, like 12 no. hours a day yeah. so like if you want to get the attention from the waiter at the shop, what would you do? <laughs> and sometimes eh, like you, if you, like for example I grew up in Lagos and if you're going like in the marketplace especially a place called Yaba which is very very famous and the um, people that sold their market goods, you know, they want to call attention. <laughs> Sometimes when I pull you, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like slapping your faces. You know? But do you also have like child labor in Nigeria? Are you kidding me? Yes. It's yeah. a big problem. Is that the same? It's a big problem. Even though now there are laws like to prevent that. But then if you're making laws, we are not creating opportunities for those kids. Like, yeah. What is the use of them, you know? It's make it, I think it's almost like a, it's almost like a prostitution. Like if you try to make it, uh, and then if you then you the people who are like uh desperate were trying to get those jobs yeah. right and then if something happened to them it's really hard to um even protect them yeah because yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, they be scared to come to the police. Another similarity between your country and my country is you guys have a lot of black blackouts. You know, like electricity isn't stable because of your. Oh own yeah, we oh. have that issue. Like I don't ever since I was born. You know, in the eighties, like yeah, know, I don't think I've ever had like well, where I grew up, we've never had like um one week uninterrupted power supply. Same, same. Like we we. I think it's the British people. They kind of left our country in ruin. Like they're like. <laughs> No, it's really it's true. Like, yeah, yeah. You, like the blackout is so common, so everyone has like this generator, generator, yeah, candles, yeah. Um, so, and then I remember a long time that for many years we were on a schedule. Uh, we too, like <laughs> two days on. <laughs> shut up! <laughs> like two days on, one day off. Yeah. We have that too. <laughs> we even had it was we had one. like eight hour shift, so we get uh out of. Uh, were they, those eight hours, were they always true that would you have life for that? No. Exactly. Sometimes they even cut it off. Oh, we have that too in country. So eight hours, you 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 could um. Yeah, we we had like sometimes nothing to do because you cannot watch TV. You, of course, nothing. So you have to like make friends. Some, sometimes you even have to wait because like the the um the water is going to the light because you have to pump it. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! Yes. <laughs> so like you know, a lot of things it depends on yeah, the light. Yeah, you yeah. do dishes or washing machine. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, if you don't, we don't, we didn't, we didn't really have washing. So machine. people like wait, right? Oh, so the and light then, comes. So you, so I remember like if um the light came on. The whole neighborhood went. Busy. It's like a like, a like yeah. It's like a walk up like find it like someone had a goal right. So like the whole neighborhood like shout. Yeah. Up there, we call that one up there. But how do you call it? when the light comes? What do you say? Me lobby. Me lobby. You say up there. What's lobby? Lobby mean uh it's cane. Like, oh. Like in, oh. Because Nepal was um the it's called National Electric Park or Park Authority. Association, something like that. Oh, so was it called? Yeah, we just said, Oh I know, I know. We see what brain was, but we said, Oh never down there. Maybe we should have just said um Milabi, you know, instead yeah. it came. Some, sometimes they uh you, you could see like uh the electricians go into the generator and then turn on there and then we like watch like the electric wait for the, the electrical to, yeah. to yeah. go into the, the transformer and, and like, turn it pull the, uh, like, <laughs> so it is just uh, something that you have to pull yeah but, like you just so it's like i don't know it's a, it's a uh it's your electricity depends on the rainy season of course if it's oh, raining yeah. forget yeah. about it like if it's raining and there's lights or if you have lights for like a whole day you're worried because you know that they're gonna do with you yeah they're gonna take the light like maybe for like two weeks so when it starts when the light goes off, like some like oh no no so we have the other so it's a rainy season because the, the it's an electricity dam yeah so the dam has like a water, water yeah if there's no rain in the summer yeah then there's no water to run the generator oh so you guys like, have more light when it rains yeah oh so in the rainy season we have more lights in the rainy season no like you take it off oh I think because I don't know worry that people will get shocked <laughs> or maybe maybe they do get flooded and then the park I don't know. But it makes sense that you guys, you know, because you guys maybe do hydroelectric. Hydroelectric. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Well, um, so on, in that regard, my country and your country, like the power situation, man, do you, is there like hope to like fix the power situation in your country? The power? Yeah. So I think since I left, like I had like good news, like, and then like now it's, it's stable. Stable, but I mean, you still have a blackout all blackout, the time, yeah. but like, uh, it's not like in like, you know, eight hours yeah. um, shift anymore. It's, it's more constant, like, I mean, they have like some months that you know have some blackout. Yeah. Normally, now they try to have um, twenty-four hour like, light. But because the, the economy rely on it, right? So it's like yeah, if you're trying to actually have the 
the gantry rebate, like yeah. electricity is like a foundation. So it's like yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know if this is still relevant to your country, but I know in the past you don't accept major credit cards if you wanted to if you're traveling to Miami you had to bring in not just any dollar bill but hundred dollar crispy notes oh crispy yeah. so crispy like we, why like um is it still is this still no like, nowadays it's, 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 it's better now they the visa master like over past three four years okay um i remember one time i traveled with my friends where we have like cash and like it's it's my i have a a, a backpack full with like cash because everything that we book for like 10 days for a group of friends yeah. right so there's no ADM there's no transfer so all the money we're going to just pay right there oh my goodness so I have like a yeah. no uh, and the, the at one hotel we had to do issue because they will not accept the the, uh, the dollar note because it's not crisp enough so it's like really a new like it's yeah the, the things yeah like every, all the phone now was surprised how new and crisp the dollar be so there okay it's but not you can afford it oh my goodness like it, it was like i find that weird almost like they're paying so much respect to the dollar no it's like um because no one accepted it, it became like a thing right so if you have something you accept it yeah you cannot change it because then uh, no, no one will accept it. it so and then it became like a like a standard that yeah. oh yeah you have to have the the crisp dollar but in some places they don't even like like very new notes because those are prone to counterfeit like you can easily like crispy notes sometimes can be fake like they're oh, more yeah. than the really old ones but they think like the other way wrong i see like the older one you could fake it like yeah. and then the crispy one the other one that in my country don't accept you know most dollar notes but you don't get better value if it's less than 100 like the exchange rate for example same thing yeah okay so yeah and your inflation rate is really high it's like a thousand something you know is it chat Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's it's over past like 10, 20, 30 years that inflation rate just like okay, my country isn't that bad. It used to be a hundred dollars, hundred yeah. naira to a dollar, now it's like three hundred. It just went times three times four. Oh, so I remember when we were growing up, we still had like those like uh, coins. Yeah. You know, cents that we use. Yeah. So used to be that I remember like you take a bus and then it would take like it would cost like fifty cents. Yeah. Right? At the time when I remember 50 some people think that's crazy because it used to be like 10 cents, right? And I still remember growing up with some coins. You can pay $1. But, and then now, even, um, so the minimum that we use is $100. Uh. So, right? So, I mean, they're seen as bad. No one used it. i never seen for the past three, four, five years. Yeah. But if you actually want to eat something, yeah. For me, you have to pay a thousand dollar. A thousand dollar. A thousand dollar. Thousand dollars. A thousand checks. Oh, okay, that's like a, a thousand, dollar. Uh, a thousand check is like a, a uh, seventy cents. Seventy cents. So okay. Now, now it's like uh, yeah. Because I'm like a thousand. What kind of food is that? Even when I come with Jesus. Let's say. <laughs> no, like it's very expensive. It's very expensive. Even if I like go and visit, yeah. Uh, the hotels, the meals that you pay at the nice restaurant are almost like what you would pay in the US. Probably that's, more. That's 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 not good. And if you want to eat steaks or like like fancy sushi, you probably pay more than what you pay. That's not good. That's not good. Because it's only catered for the uh, elite the, people, the government that have money. Yeah. Yeah. What's the Wi-Fi switch in your country? It's a lot better now. Like it's fine. There's no internet. Like okay. okay. Like, Five, five years okay. like things are like so like um, before I left like 12 years ago like you have to pay like uh, 3,000 US dollar for a SIM card oh. it is it is just for the SIM card just like, without a phone without anything 
and to, to, uh, then now you say I think you say go, go, have gone down to like I don't know five dollars or something like okay. really like everyone can have it everyone can. so last year when I went back I was surprised everyone has a phone I never seen like how many people has a phone yeah like every all the moons all the villagers and everyone, everyone had a phone everyone has a cell phone yeah yeah and they are taking picture everywhere. Oh uh, yeah. You, so there is like a, a very famous Asian city called Bagan where a thousand of people are. Yeah. I've never seen many people with a uh, like phone that taking picture like all, all the time. Back. Yeah. Uh, it's like my country too. Like you know, the it became more open. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody can go on the internet now, uh, and everybody yeah. can you know start sending you. <laughs> Broadcast messages <laughs> that you don't share this thing and to talk to people, you die or something like. I'm like, oh my. God. Many people are using like like 25 percent of their salary on their mobile bill. Why? Because that's a luxury, right? So that is like a, it's like it's like they. Well, it's not that expensive in my country though. So that uh, is expensive it, because uh-huh. they they will go like between friends. They will do like live uh, uh-huh. on the not on the Wi-Fi but on the. On the cell phone plan. Oh, data. Data plan. Ah. The data is very expensive. Oh, like it's not like you you at home you will do the live, right? Yeah, so yeah. The, everyone want to get celebrated. Yeah, yeah. And the people who are using it, I <laughs> like. <laughs> like only few people watch it. Yeah. You will do like I'm like oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean it's it's like it's a good and bad. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. It is a it's a it's a big change. Yeah. Oh. So I know, like what I know about the food, like the food in your country, there's so much influence from the Indians, from Chinese, from even the British people. And your national food is like the mohinga. Yeah. And I mean, you guys have a lot of salads. There's a pig head salad. Oh yeah. Like, there's a lot. Yeah. Anything you can make into a good salad. That's like someone said it, and I kind of agree. So we like potato salad, tomato salad, cabbage salad. Um, <laughs> you could turn into a salad. And because they use like something like a um, bean powder, um, and it's very good, and then it. Miss waiting to make it something easy. What's your favorite food? Gourmet food. Probably the chickpea fried rice. Chickpea fried rice. Yeah. <laughs> like a, it's not. It's like a chick chickpea, yeah. but white and then like um, and just with fried rice. It's like does it have a meat? It does. Like have, a, is a meat option or just chickpea and chickpea and then like and fried rice? Fried rice. Uh, it, no, there's no meat. Nothing. No. What's good about that one? <laughs> the chickpea. <laughs> I need some encouragement. I need more meat, like meat, chicken, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want the meat. I want the bowl. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay, let's go. Well, enough about your country. Because I go on and on. I'm talk to you about two things quickly. You travel a lot. I try. Yes. You don't need to try. <laughs> like I follow you on Instagram. I see your posts. If you try, then what am I going to say about myself? I don't try. <laughs> How many countries have I been to? And what's your favorite country so far? I actually, I don't think I've been to like enough that I could tell. Just that one. Job. Yeah. I. I would say Philippines. Oh. I I like Philippines a lot. Why? And, um, the food. I like the I like the Filipino food. I like I like the people there. The people are very I think like friendly and yeah. friendly and that. So I remember when we met in twenty fourteen. You introduced me to Bill Bryson, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who has become one of my favorite travel authors. I think I've probably read all of his books, and I've read some of them more than once. When we interns, I will take my Kindle to the restroom and I will stay there for like 20, 30 minutes. Sorry, final boss. I will overstay my you know, restroom break because I will just be laughing and you know, dying of laughter. 
And then we've gone on to read a lot of books. You told me about Girl on the Train before yeah. it became a a big you know movie. You told me about We're Liars. I remember reading that. We also read that um, vegetarian book, the Korean one. Oh, that really didn't tell you. And I'm glad that I had you to read this because. It was kind of like reading Black Mirror. I don't know if you watch Black Mirror the series. I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of reading it because I need to like let it out. I need to talk to someone like, okay, this is what's going on in my head right now. I need to process <laughs> this. So I'm glad that you know you had you were you were that person I could talk to. So what would you say inspired your love for reading? I so when I grew up, right? So I I I was very like shy and introvert at home, and then my father read. A lot. So he bought like many books. You could say like we had like a library was on like books, yeah. right? And then he read uh, different languages. And then he's he's also into the Buddhist thing, also into the astrology, also into all the new things, right? Yeah. Even like uh, things that like adults would read, and then yeah. like because not really for like a uh, fishing books and stuff, translated books. And every day I would do is say uh, like when I get home, sometimes I'm at home alone, then I would just read. Yeah. And then. And I like reading cartoons, magazine, and then so it's become like a, a thing that I really do enjoy, yeah. like reading. And then I feel like I really like fishing books. Usually, like where you could be like imaginative and yeah. put into the characters, and then like yeah, yeah. So, so things that can provoke like provoke the like like strong images in your head. Yeah. Okay. And then I like to so like uh, one of the things that I like to do if. Especially if the book is beginning like a movie, I want to finish the book before it becomes before a movie. The movie. And then so yeah, and then I want to see also see the movie. Yeah, and compare and judge. Compare, yeah. right? So like how my imaginative story so actually what, going what, to yeah, yeah. So like, um, and I I try to read like every day, like yeah. every day as I right before I go to bed, I will read the book. Yeah, yeah good. Um, we're gonna run it off now. Um. So, are you curious about anything about me, about the show, or about being Nigerian? I feel like it's. I'm really fascinated by the the show, and like every time we meet and have a conversation, and how similar we are, even though we look and we like so different. We don't look like, different. It's like so far away. Yeah. But like this experience, I feel like we have the same humor. Yeah, we get really jokes. Yeah, <laughs> we really do have a safe humor. I think you you have you have what they call the dark humor because I like dark humor. Like. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes I need to like also like I'm control myself. Right? Yeah, I'm like, like I'm, I'm laughing, everybody else is laughing, <laughs> and I feel like the weird one. It's not appropriate. It's so not like, <laughs> let me tell you what happened recently. I've gone to I won't mention the context, but someone fell off a chair. Like they fell, like the chair broke actually, and I started laughing. And my husband was like, "Don't laugh!" And the one who was saying, "Don't laugh," like my eyes like were teary, and I was you know jerky because I couldn't like you know shout out. Yeah, it was inappropriate for me to have laughed, but I couldn't hold it back. And the more I tried, the more I just kept laughing. I know it's like sometimes I was someone would describe like a horrible situation, and I was like, I was like smiling, and then like some people had like asked me like, "Why are you smiling?" I was like, "Oh no, I did not mean it like that." Make like a joke, like uh, yeah, it's like oh, that situation is kind of funny, like right. So and like, then you have to explain it, and the more you explain, you know they are just doing it the wrong way because you're just you know tightening that nose around your neck, like just stop talking, just stop talking. <laughs> okay, yeah, we have that sense of humor, and that's it. I feel like so many people have so many things in common that 
if we don't get to talk to each other, I probably wouldn't know. Yeah, if like we if we never let's say interact during our internship, yeah. I would never know like how similar, similar and things that we like. Yeah, Korean shows. Yeah, I know Korean shows. Yeah, <laughs> forget about that. Like the, the movies you recommended, even the Japanese one. Oh yeah, you know, your name. Like so many things I've learned from classic. Oh yeah. Do you know how many people have classic? Even my Korean friends. Some of them haven't heard about it before, and then they end up crying, and they cry, and they watch it again. I probably seen it four times this year. Oh, wow. I need to stop, like... <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no idea how many people have I directed people to see this. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of Notebook, like, you know how, have you seen Notebook? Yeah, yeah. It's similar, like, the way you, you notebook somebody, I've been classicking my Korean friends and my non-Korean friends as well. Yeah. And they're like... Boy, I don't want to watch this. I just watch and it's that crumb. We should accomplish. <laughs> you know, Never you know. mind me. It, yeah. it's, it's so good. Okay. okay. Anyone who listening, I have not seen it. <laughs> Go watch Classic. Come thank us later. The Classic, actually. It's a Korean movie. It's about two hours long. All right. So that's, I mean, is that all you're curious to know about? Uh, there's a lot. I, I feel like the U.S. talk to like many people, right? Yeah. So yeah. like from way different more people yeah 60 people for now so like i say how because sometimes i think like people are like very similar right the way that they think even yeah. though they have like a different um belief, yeah. belief like everyone <clears throat> think like very similar, very yeah. similar. Yeah. how much do you think it's actually um i would say like it's actually same same like that how much do you think people are like can you say like if you're an EN, can come to from somewhere and then you say like, why are you all like arguing fighting? Do you all look at the same thing? Yeah. Like, 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 that's what makes me do like, You're like arguing. Okay. Oh, I think, I don't know whether people want to connect. Yeah. You know, people want to connect. Whether connect all the time or sometime, but there's always that longing to be a part of something. You know, like you, you feel like you're part of something. You feel like you belong somewhere. That's what I found out. And that sense of belonging is what makes us human. You know, whether you want to join a group or not, whether you want to play games with some people or not, like no matter how introverted you are, you still need people. You know, I've talked to shy people. I've talked to not shy people like me. And then every day we just always want that sense of belonging. I think that's what really drives us together. And, and I think family as well, like the family structure, you notice that those that, you know, have this zest for life, they probably have a very, um, they have a sense of, you know, family. And family not just in the sense of your mom, your father, or somebody. It could be friends that became family. You know, like moving here, for example, you have, you know, maybe friends that, you know, um, they're not like your blood, but you become family as a whole. Yeah. So it's still part of that belonging. You know, I think that's what really unites us. And that's what the alien would say, like, <laughs> you know, you all belong, you know, that's it, yeah. Yeah, and people want to talk, that's what I really realized, that. People want to talk and a platform like this is designed for that because um and i find that i find it even i i have more boldness to talk to people now just to ask questions like on my flight here i sat down beside a lady chinese 70s and we just talked just kept talking i mean we talked about everything korean war she fled china um to japan during the communist era because she was born in the 1940s oh. and you know growing up in japan she had to learn the language and then she played violin she went to yale to study violin her husband, you know, plays the clarinet. They met, and I asked about marriage. How did she know she would, he was the one? We talked about everything. <laughs> she asked me, do I have kids? Why don't I want to have kids? And, you know, and we went from just strangers to almost like she was my grandma that I had not seen in a while. 
yeah. I was like, congrats to her. She looked at me and I was like, you're different from most people. I'm like, you too, you're different from most people. <laughs> and that was it. But if you just sat down and, you know, just focus on ourselves, because here sometimes you can just block everybody away. Yeah. You know, focus on that. And I really want that to change because the more technologically advanced we're getting, the more people are isolated. And that's why people go online and say love rubbish because they don't have people to like talk to. Like yeah. bounce your horrible ideas with your friends and they can tell you, oh no, don't share that on Facebook, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, the more I think as you get older, the more the more interaction through books or through other people, people talking, yeah. like you know, yeah. things change. Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. Well, um, a final question for you. What's what would you say the Burmese spirit is like? How would you describe the Burmese spirit or the Burmese people? What are people like? So I consider myself Burmese. And Chinese. I, I, I grew up, yeah, I grew up, no, uh, I, I think my beliefs, like my culture, like, yeah. you know, the way that I act, it's very much Burmese, even though ethnically I'm Chinese. Yeah. Uh, it's very, um, I would say, positive and realistic. Um, that also, it's things, always though? questioning stuff. Uh-huh. So, but it's always, um, uh, I don't know, the, uh, Burmese culture is influenced a lot by the Buddhism, so it's like, also, as part of it, it's like, you need to find yourself, right? Yeah. So it's always a path forward. There is always the end to it. So, yeah. to, so you need to always be walking oh, towards the, to, to, back to, to the Nibbana, so, right? So it's always, you need to be always trying. Yeah. So that is pretty much going to it. And things happen for reasons. Yeah, right? So you have to accept it. So that like, I think the positive yeah. that come from. Yeah. So then it's also because um everything saw like a like a temporary um uh everything changes so you have to adapt to it. So yeah. there's like a sort like, so like resilience you know, in a way. Yeah. And also, like, government made them even Of course. You know that needs to sound like Nigerians. Like, yeah. Are you sure there's not, like, a Nigerian head in Burma or something like that? <laughs> like, like, four, fifty 50 years ago. <laughs> decided, you know what? We should just do the same program and have the country. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, should people go to Burma and visit? Oh, yeah, definitely. Why? Because you, you guys don't have steady power. Everything <laughs> is expensive. Why should I go? I think people are really nice. Like, um, people, people are really, um, like, like generous people are really nice people are happy yeah like uh so when you will see in the highlight it's, it's the same for every country like, all yeah. you see is just a highlight oh, you yeah. never really know no, that, until like, you visit. 55 million people like the most of the people are not part of the, the highlight that you yeah. see yeah. so like there are like places it's a big country right yeah. so it's it's the second biggest in south asia um uh there are a lot of history yeah it's uh it's uh uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, like kingdom that have moved along. So if you're interested in history, there's also a lot to do um, there. And the scenery was nice. Yeah. Um, it were there were a lot of unfortunate conflicts that stay happening, but stay uh, the the food is really good. Yeah. The food is just uh, unique. Uh, and even if you go to different part of the country, okay. you have different type of food. Even Mongolia oh, is a different way of preparing Mongolia. Oh really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think there's still like an area that, that hasn't really explored yeah, because good. the country just opened up. So. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I'm, I'm glad to have spoken to you about this. You know what we should do? We what? should do like, I, uh, you should come to Dharma with me and I should go to Nigeria with you. Want to do that? <laughs> yeah. So. You, it just be like home for you. But going to Dharma just be like, oh, 
you know how you just you, you plan to like turn left and turn right in front of yourself in another country, but then it's still your country, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we had the blackout, you're like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. What do you shop? And I forgot to mention that I was talking about my mom, you're talking about your mom. Yeah. I found out my mother's the same thing. Your mom sends you stuff and you know, like, mom, that's not true. My mom does that. There's a, as you know, WhatsApp, yeah. like she sends me all these things, like broadcast, like, you know, for example, if you eat um, chicken and, and bananas together, you might die of <laughs> yeah. gas poisoning. I'm like, mother, <laughs> just stop sending this. So I told her, anytime you feel like sending anything out, just send it to me first and I will tell you whether it's true or not. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're standing out, they'll be like, her daughter is a PhD. Has <laughs> a PhD, right? Like, mom, don't embarrass me. But uh, you told me your mom does the same thing as well. Uh, yeah, my mom, I tell you that like, my mom just sounds like doing like, oh, if you eat tamarind, something. Maybe it is too, but it's it's not it's it's not a fat. Right? So it's not like you, yeah, the messages are strong. Like almost like if you eat it, you will like, die. That, yeah, and I'm like, mom, no, like stop. And not, like if you eat a certain brand or if you go if you do something happy it's just like very strong and you that, have no idea how many times i've stopped one time I was like if you drink cold water immediately after eating my half can something like that i'm like mother no yeah i don't and, know and i think they probably have like the mother too know, much like, time and too much data and also like <laughs> too much like what if this is true you should but i don't know what if i knew that i hold all this in, uh, information, uh, information <laughs> and, you, know, you actually have uh, the disease that, that would be my fault I wish for the military era when anybody had phones. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Well, anyways, um, any final thoughts? This is the end, actually. Okay. Any final thoughts? Um, any final thoughts? You want to say something in Burmese? Do you speak the language? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, do you want to say something in, in Burmese? Oh, um, Minglawa. Uh, uh, what does that mean? Oh, uh, it, Minglava is a long story, so it's like a way of reading. Yeah. It has a lot of good things that happen. So yeah. It's like, Minglava, yeah. it's like um, good, yeah. And then, um, oh, thanks for listening. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like how we just, all those things you said, just said, thanks for listening. <laughs> it's fine. It's like when you do those Korean transition, they like say like 100 things and you say like three words on the screen. Like, I know they said more than that, but that's fine. Um, thanks a lot for letting me share your story, Nathan. Yes. You know, I really, really appreciate it. And I feel like I get to share it with you all because you've been a very good friend and I'm glad I met you four years ago. Yes. And yeah, I'm glad we're friends. And thank you for all the ways you've positively arranged my life, for all the book recommendations you sent to me, and you know, for being one of the listeners on the show. Because you always tell me, I listen to that episode and I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me, like, you know, you listen to this. All right, everyone, we just explored the country of Burma, also known as Myanmar. We talked a lot about you know the country itself the political scene what it was like for nathan growing up there and um we talked about the food scene and the similarities between nigeria best believe it and Burma. um if you like this content of the show don't forget to um rate the show wherever you listen to your podcast episodes on stop by the website to listen to other episodes as well and you know you can also hit the contact button to let me know exactly what you thought about the show or if you want to be a guest on the show as well i'm open to exploring additional topics that might be of interest to the listeners um, this has been the Merciful Podcast, and I remain your host, Merciful. Catch you guys on another episode. Thank you. Thank you.